You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Thursday, February 28th, 2013. Canine Nation is a regular feature column that runs on the Life is a Human online magazine. Life is a Human features articles about what it means to be human, the good, the bad, and the enlightening. This column explores what it means to be human in our relationship with dogs. You can find it at lifeisahuman.com. To get directly to Canine Nation, go to caninenation.lifeisahuman.com. A complete archive of all the Canine Nation articles can be found there. Hi, I'm Eric Brad. Canine Nation is about learning, understanding, and living successfully with our dogs. Modern animal training techniques based on behavioral science can produce amazing results in working with our dogs. Whether your dog is a loved family member or a working dog, a canine athlete, or a trusted companion, Positive training techniques based on science can help you enjoy a more productive and fun relationship with your dog. Join us as we explore the many facets of living with our dogs and taking a fresh look at how we work with them. Whether it's taking a closer look at everyday issues we share with our dogs or busting long-standing myths about training and dog behavior, I hope you find something useful in each of the Canine Nation articles. We're glad you're with us. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. The lighter side of dogs and positive training. Out there in the wider world of dog training, a debate rages about whether dog training using food rewards and positive reinforcement is good for dogs or bad for dogs. Claims and counterclaims are made on both sides of the issue. Those who take a more traditional view of dog training try to discredit trainers who use rewards to encourage the behaviors that they want in their dogs. Positive trainers who use rewards and science-based training do their best to clear up misinformation put forward by their opponents. Despite claims to the contrary, dogs do not die on a regular basis from being treated with kindness, understanding, and being educated. 
For the most part, I try to stay out of such debates. I find it best to pick my battles. Musician and postmodern intellectual Frank Zappa was quoted as saying, "A mind is like a parachute; it doesn't work if it's not open." Those who are not open to the possibilities that modern behavioral science offers will find any reason to discredit and avoid consciously using it. Despite the irony that all training, regardless of methodology or philosophy, is explained in detail by behavioral science, many dog trainers cling to the old ways and wag their finger at those of us trying things a different way. But I have done things their way in the past, and I find what I'm doing these days. Is much more satisfying and effective for me and my dogs, so I have nothing to prove to anyone anymore. Using positive training and behavioral science has led me to so many fascinating and wonderful insights about both dogs and communicating with animals. Many of those insights were important and changed my relationship with my dogs. I have been lucky enough to have shared what I learned with people who have thanked me and gone on to have improved relationships with their own dogs. But not all of this journey has been serious and important. There is a lighter side to positive dog training. Reward-based training is an interesting thing. Depending on your point of view, you are either training your dog or your dog is training you. Let me give you an example. If I am training my dog to touch her nose to a ball. I will use a marker signal like a clicker to let her know when she has earned her reward. When she hears the click, she will know that she has done something I was looking for and will get a treat. But how does this look from her perspective? I know that I'm looking for a specific behavior. From my dog's perspective, she's trying to get me to make the click noise. So when she succeeds, did I successfully train her, or did she successfully discover the secret to the click and reward? The answer is both. That light bulb moment when an animal realizes what is getting the reward can result in some delightful behavior. There is a video of a woman clicker training her ferret, who clearly shows a joyful, happy dance when he discovers that touching the ball is the key to getting his reward. Although one of the important concepts of reinforcement training is to keep the subject's success rate high. Many animals seem to experience a joyful reaction when they've earned their reward. Our younger dog Rizzo has always been an enthusiastic learner. Whenever my wife marks his correct behavior with a click or by saying yes, he springs straight up in the air with a leap of joy before taking the treat or grabbing the toy. Another friend of ours trained a Vishla named Ziva for the sport of agility. One of the habits Monica developed during the training was to throw a treat bag for Ziva at the end of her weave poles when she completed them. Ziva would gleefully leap out of the last weave pole into the air to chase the treat pouch that she would bring back to Monica, who would deliver the treats. To this day, Ziva still does a little hop of joy as she exits the weave poles, even as she continues on her way on the agility course. It's a wonderful reminder of how much fun Ziva has playing agility. And I giggle a little every time I see her do it. Another element of reinforcement training is that the dog is not reprimanded for offering something other than the behavior the trainer is looking for. Non-correct responses are just ignored to make it easier for the dog to understand when they get the behavior right. No response means try again. A marker signal means that's right, and a reward for the effort. This can lead to some interesting learning on the part of the dogs. My wife's cousin Jillian has four reinforcement-trained dogs. Her dog Rocco is arguably the most creative and persistent of the group. 
One of the important lessons Rocco seems to have learned about Jillian training him with a clicker is that if Jillian doesn't have the clicker, there can be no training. So Rocco has taken it upon himself to find clickers and bring them to Jillian whenever he can find them. That behavior has led to many hours of challenging hide-and-seek, with Jillian trying to find better places to hide the clickers and Rocco producing those clickers at unexpected moments for Jillian. It's a reminder that he likes training, and he would like to know if we can do the treat game now. My own dog, Tiramisu, knows what she wants and how to get it. Having been clicker trained from 10 weeks old, Tira knows that the surest way to earn rewards is to offer behavior. She is now on a regular medication for thyroid that she gets twice per day. Every evening between 5.30 and 6.30 p.m., Tira will present herself to me or my wife with bright sparkling eyes, a big smile, and an adorable swishing tail. If this does not get the required reaction, she will play bow to make sure that she is seen. You see, we always give her a pill wrapped in a yummy treat pocket. Heaven forbid we should forget. Tira is always there to remind us. Any trainer who uses reinforcement training will have dozens of stories like the ones I've shared. Seeing our dogs exercise their creativity and to see how they think is truly a joy. The experience of playing that behavior marker reward game teaches them to try things out to see how they can affect their world. That initiative can be a great thing. But it can also get you into trouble if you don't provide enough opportunities for your dog to use their newly developed brains. You can get behaviors from your dog that you can't really understand and seem downright weird. On balance, training our dogs with behavioral science has created dogs that actually do think. That means it's easier to communicate with them. We can tell them when they have done something right and also communicate when they have done something that we don't want. That ability to learn is something that we teach through behavioral training. It's about communication and understanding. They can become quite good at it. And if we do it right, it becomes a two-way street where they can teach us about themselves, too. Yes, it can be challenging staying ahead of a clicker-trained dog. Their creativity and resourcefulness can be quite remarkable. But we find it infinitely preferable to a dog that is reluctant to do anything unless given a command. Each of our dogs has been different. Each has had their own personality, with their own dislikes and their own likes. And I don't think I would have had the joy of knowing the many sides of them without positive reinforcement training. Positive training does have a lighter side. I like to think that both the dogs and the humans get a lot of joy from it in many unexpected ways. If you have a fun story about the lighter side of your positive training with your dog, I'd love to hear about it. Until next time, have fun with your dogs. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Canine Nation. You can find the text version of it at caninenation.lifeisahuman.com. Teaching Dogs Effective Learning is the second Canine Nation ebook to be released. It is a collection of essays from the Life as a Human online magazine on how we train and teach our dogs and what we can learn in the process. The book includes introductory notes for each essay, as well as two essays written specifically for this book. Also available is the first Canine Nation ebook, Dogs as They Are, a look at what our dogs are, where they have come from, and how they adapt to our lives. Both books are available in the Canine Nation store in Kindle format 
EPUB format for iPads, Kobo, Nook, and other e-readers, or a special PDF edition formatted for instructors that includes licensing for reprints for students. Just go to caninenation.ca and click on the store link at the top of the page. You can also find Canine Nation eBooks in the Amazon store, on Apple iTunes, at booktango.com, and other online booksellers. You can join our discussion about dogs and dog training on Facebook. Just search for Canine Nation to get to our group. You can ask for membership, and we'll add you to our growing family. If you can spread the word about the podcast or link to our caninenation.lifeisahuman.com page, we would certainly appreciate it. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.